What up, what up, what up, what up? This is a motherfucking recess podcast. Give a little bit about yourself. Give a little bit about yourself since uh, we're at So, you know, my name is Marvin's. Uh, this is the recess podcast, and I'm here. You know, I'm here to get interviewed. I'm a fellow here at recess. Uh, primarily do screen printing. Uh, recently started doing sublimation prints, and I've been known the the whole uh, terms and production and all. But today we're here for the podcast. Yeah, look, how long you been in recess? Uh, it's about to be like my fourth year, kind. Of. Fourth year. Wait. Yeah, it's my third year. This might be my fourth year here. I o- OG I'm, veteran status type shit. Type yeah, shit. like I've been here for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I learned a lot too. So I like how the whole process of recess works. So that's why I stayed for so long. Can you tell us a little bit kind of about what recess kind of means to you? Recess to me personally is like a, a opportunity to um, explore your um, talents and grow upon them basically. So me, when I re- originally came to recess, I really wanted to just start selling clothes. I didn't really know about art and all that stuff. And I really came to learn, with the mindset of learning. And now I know how to make clothes. So the process for me to sell clothes is way easier now. That's why um, I held on to like really making my own clothes. Other people here at recess have um, actually unsold and sold clothes together that just was not uh my preference of, of things yeah but it's good that there are other people in the space who you know you can collaborate collaborate with and you know kind of get that kind of deal out of is there like a particular piece you made at recess that you're really kind of proud of you know you really love or maybe a series of pieces it was a specific one um it was when i made the the burning desire tote bag burning desire tote bag oh. yeah this is like, the one that it was like uh was it red on the front it was kind of like a little red green kind of scheme going on um they had a little eyeball on fire kind of yep 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 yeah yep. that's a big classic one that was the funny thing is that was not my original like um not like intentions with it because it was really just kind of like a test for me and it came out great and everybody loved it it, it went a lot of places I really didn't expect it yeah. to go. That's power of like uh, experimentation, you know, you just never know what the fuck's gonna happen, especially like in a, in a yeah, space like sure, this. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And like the whole idea of making tote bags was not really one of my things either. Yeah. And the whole process was really difficult too. Yeah, um, downstairs could be really hard sometimes, um, but if you like into it, um, I guess you would stay so, but if you're not, that's you too. Like you got um your whole music going on. Um, you, we, you, we can open a studio up soon. Yeah, studios. Yeah, there's a whole lot of um whole lot of activities going on in recess, and I'm really proud to see like from what it was and what it is now. It really has grown, to that's be honest. In, that's interesting because most people we have interviewed so far haven't you know been at recess for you know nearly as long as you have. So can you tell us a little bit about how um you know kind of what recess was at where recess was at when you first came so when i just came right <laughs> now this is this is back then like right before covid yeah, 20, no, 2019 2020 kind of. yeah like around 2019 the end of 2019 kind of, right when covid started 
And then um, I was away for another company called No Longer Empty. After that, they referred me to Recess and those times it was only Zoom calls. Like my first actual interaction with them was probably when we went to a, a recording and it was not even at recess. Um, we just met right there on um, by the by the Barclays Center, and then we just went to the interview. My first times actually coming to recess was like that was like two thousand twenty one kind of. Got those were the times, and then those times we was just. Well, I didn't really go in the print shop yet because I didn't really learn the space. Yeah. It was really like a lot of collaborations, I would say, um, with other people. Um, for me, mainly, but there was still stuff going on in the print shop. Um, there was something called political intimacy. It was a lot of um, a lot of different programs, but it was not really it was not really like how we are right now. Like where it was just um, peer leaders uh, kind of like leading. Um, and yeah, now it's more um, in-house kind of. Like now we're more like a family, I would say. Yeah. It was weird, it's hard to explain now because uh, it was like, back then it was like an extended family kind of, where there was like a lot more of off-site work. And yeah. now it's like Different more people. on-site because like, we're hosting and stuff. Yeah, we're doing different shit. When it comes to collaborating with other artists in the space, you know, fellows and you know, non-fellows, uh, who's somebody you would like to, um, you know, collaborate more, get to know more, me on a personal level or on an artistic level? Uh, to be honest, I really like to learn a lot more about you guys, cause all of you guys, like, everybody has like their own. All the um, recess cohort. Um, peer leaders, fellows, everyone. Uh, yeah, because like everybody has um, their own, their own personal art kind of. Like um, you do music, um, Wild do their own personal art, and um, we got painters, we got musicians, writers, yeah. all kinds of shit here. Photographers, you know. With the different sessions I've been through, like uh, working with different organizations and meeting new people, really, you really learn, like, just because we learned like a little bit right here at Recess, there's a lot more like you could do or yeah. learn because everybody used the same thing differently and there's way more you could do. So yeah, let's get a little bit off recess. Uh, tell us where you're from. You know, where, where, um, where you born, where you, where you been growing up. You know, how did, what does that mean to you? Uh, I was born in Haiti. Uh, was born and raised there for seven years. It's been hard at first, but once I really learned the language, uh, it was it was easy. I would say. Would you say that um, any part of you know even Haiti or Brooklyn comes into your art? specifically or is it just like a general thing? I really uh kind of matured with like um American style of, of um street aware of streetwear kind of yeah. so like uh that's what really um influenced me could not 
and like a, a lot of American cartoons too. Um, really? Yeah. But some anime too. Like, like I really like a lot of graphic uh, art and graphic images. Uh, that's why like uh, really influenced my art. Mm, like, try to add that into your um printing and all that stuff too. Huh? Try to add that into your printing, that kind of vibe. Yeah, kinda. But I don't know if if it appears like how I intended. You feel me? But that's the beauty of art too, because uh, everybody sees their own image when, even though you created it, everybody has their own perspective on it. Yeah, different, different, um, like different perspectives. Like they say, um, different views. Art is an eye of the beholder. You know, it's not technically the eye of the person who made it. If you were an artist, what would you, what do you think you'd be? You know, until this day, I feel like I always feel like um. I'm not really an artist. Really? I'm an entrepreneur. Really, I feel like art really took me away from um, taking like business and stuff really seriously like that. And, and it made me like kind of chill out and yeah, something a little more enjoy on. the process kind of. Yeah, it's a little more in between. Plus, I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs they aren't really aware about the products they make. Um, just earlier this year, we was filming for for um, the Ford Foundation. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and I, I was um, proud to see how it came out and the amount of people that came. What do you want? Right now, I just want, I, I really want uh, to do some, some sublimation prints because I got everything I need. Like, I've been waiting for shirts. I got the shirts now, so I'm really, I'm ready to go. <laughs> So, last question. If you had um, something you'd like to impart, you know, a message with the art or entrepreneurship, what would that be? Um, I would say this applies to like general life. Um, just keep going and with an open mindset uh, because when you have like a strict uh, mindset or how you want things to be, you might not be uh, agreeable or Stuff like that. Not saying you should be always agreeable, but um, yeah. have like an open mindset because you might find something like you didn't really intend um, to really get into to kind of. Um, yeah, that's how like a lot of uh, early research was yeah. kind of because sometimes you didn't really want to travel, but you're like, damn, I should really go to this yeah. because this is going to be a great experience. Yeah. You want to shout your so socials real quick? Uh. Just Marv underscore one on Instagram and coming, coming really soon. I'm gonna start posting on our marvelous official. Yo, I really appreciate this fucking interview, man. Thank you so much. All right, man. I right, sure fucking did. lit. Yeah, because I thought we was supposed to have this interview. <laughs> gang, gang, gang. How you feeling today? I'm good. A pretty good start to the day. I had some water and breathe for a little bit, which is always a good way to start the day. Hell yeah. Uh, I've just been reading here for a while. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What type of stuff do you read? Like, do you read, like, do you read, like, recreationally or, like... Trying to read more recreationally. Um, I'm not doing school right now, but I have been studying at school. And I just like reading... I like learning about 
the world and humans and the earth and society and right now i'm reading a book about oh yeah the, or, the origin of life yeah it's pretty, pretty mm. interesting anything particular that's blown your mind so far the part on that is like the beginning beginning so it's talking about how like the first life like literally just formed out of nothing in like the hottest like air vents at the bottom of the ocean yeah. like things that are completely poisonous and toxic to like Most life unhas- now yeah unhospitable yeah and it just kept going for billions of years i feel like it's like a it's like a that is like a sign of some type of magic in the world or just like yeah, yeah just a, like intelligent yeah. design and like right. intelligent and creativity yeah which yeah. is like the basis in the arts of what we do and like in nature it's incredible it's to, to think that like no one really sat there or maybe they they, they did and it creates every created everything at once like all the things that led to everything that we is around us now all started in that first yeah. moment of time 0.0000 seconds like a freaking flash yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's why I, that's why some people believe in like a higher power just for reasons like that now like i believe in the higher power i just don't know what it is well i just look to the, i just look to what has happened like to and the fact that we all come from that first point of source of life like is pretty wild and i feel yeah. like it just can if you really can move in your days with that perspective like can really change the way you see everything around you because it's all like connected to we're all connected to everything around us and each other and yes that that's um, pretty pretty cool it's not like that oneness you know yeah mm-hmm. like everything's made out of the same thing mm-hmm. everything's made out of the same thing even if it looks different mm-hmm. like it's scientifically one dart off the interview can you describe a moment where you were proud of yourself i think and i'm proud of myself in moments when i'm able to like come back to connection with my life and who I am probably like and do that work because it's really hard to do that so that can mean making art or you know playing a really good show or like when I cook a meal for my, my family or like hang out with my grandparents I'm not always the easiest on myself so I feel like when I can come back and see myself with some compassion for one that's nice yeah. that I feel proud of myself in that moment and also when I'm bring something into the life that is like enriching for me or other people whether that's yeah like a song or a show or what's one of the meals let's cook for your family to make them really feel well in the winter i was cooking like big soups because my mm. my grandma lives like nearby me and my grandfather lives like 15 minutes away so i would i like making like rice and beans my aunt showed me this recipe a few years ago that's like that's good meal prep too for a week well getting back to like just the fundamental like acts of life like i feel like making food and eating it it's like and sharing with people that's like really brings you back to like them yeah like it's, it's, being it's, i would say that's kind of like a real sign someone like loves you you know like something that just seems simple like cooking you know like, oh rice and beans it's just rice and beans but like that's like literally every, every fucking day you know yeah and if it's and cooking something that comes from your like tradition of family tradition or culture too i feel like is special because it's like that you know yeah. teaching that recipe over and over again and where are you from like you know culturally physically uh physically i'm from tarrytown sleepy hollow before that my family's all from new york all from the city mm. yeah, so just all mean, over everyone that was in the city the mixing pot. so i guess like yeah new york new york feels like an ethnicity that i could identify with like that, that that's like that's beautiful classic new york you know yeah well and they my grandparents met in like in the lower east side like in the 60s because wow. my grandfather was like um a photographer and artist and like jazz musician and my grandma she was she's actually from buffalo and um then she moved down here and was an artist and community really? worker she was like starting like um like free school programs and stuff like that like head start like involved a lot of that kind of stuff and just like just doing like mental health and community social work 
a lot of art, like a lot of art, <laughs> the, the punk scene, like, uh, f like later on formed mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. um, and it was the free jazz scene back then. That's what he was involved with. It was like, which had that punk element, I think. It yeah, because like, it was the, it was the precursors. Mm. Kind of just got dark and then it got nihilistic. You feel me? And then like it, the punk rock took over and like yo, punk rock started in yeah. Manhattan and, and uh, hip hop started uptown in the right. Bronx. That energy, like just from my grandfather's still alive. He's like ninety five now. Like talking to him about just like the atmosphere and like cultural energy during that time, like specifically the scene that he was in, because he was kind of in like the like more radical, like spiritual black. From what he's told me, had this interesting like middle ground of like it had this very like hopeful like spiritual expansive view of things and life in the world but it also was very radical but it was like filled with love so and that is that's the origin of my music that because then my dad he was born in les and then he lived there till he was like 10. his earliest experiences were going to see those free jazz shows and like just experiencing that and then he ended up becoming a drummer and i, I feel like that root of music for me is, is special because it is very like ancestral for one but also like came from a very real place like it didn't come from just like a place of like trying to be like a famous musician or this or that or like a more yeah. capitalist route it came from more like it was like spiritual like yeah almost cultural. like religious yeah cultural mm -hmm. type of thing i never really knew like where jazz kind of like i knew i knew kind of like it had origins like in mm -hmm. black black america mm -hmm. like but i just didn't know like how it came about or like really how deep mm -hmm. it and that's another thing like even jazz is so like integral to mm -hmm. new york city like yeah. It was a expression of, of like people's individuality and also like community in a way that like was in protest to like white supremacy, I feel like during that era. And it was also even jazz too. It's like, a, it is very like a colonial, like a product of, of colonization because you know, the drum set even comes from all around the world. Like cymbals come from like the Middle East, like drum set comes from like, I mean, everywhere has a drum set, but the drums, the yeah, drum, the, the drumming style yeah. in jazz comes from like West Africa. Then the piano came from Europe. So all these different instruments mm -hmm. came together and different styles to like create this new expression that was like really pushing like the boundaries that in of itself was like a yeah. rebellion What's against it called? like scatting i always right. want to do I, yeah, scat because yeah. during when not all was happening it was like the 60s when you have everything civil rights you had mm -hmm. uh freaking malcolm x mm -hmm. you had martin luther king you had like uh mm -hmm. if i'm not mistaken vietnam and shit like that mm -hmm. it was around that time like you had mm -hmm. every crazy shit happening that was making everybody go like mm -hmm. wanting to express themselves like it's fucked up, but it's like when things are the most hectic is when the most deepest art gets made. Right. Yeah. It's almost like the human condition, like like that's how we ex almost escape from it a little bit. Yeah, it's like back beauty in, and the chaos, like yeah. And even the swing groove, like in jazz, like it. Swing like, is beautiful. A lot of people say it's supposed to re represent this like, um, like survival, like onward, because it's kind of it the way it feels when you're playing it is very much just like it's like kind of to keep you in motion like keep you going so it was yeah. like a way of like keeping people i'm great it doesn't moving. even uh keep the same tempo throughout the whole thing and like but um sorry about rebellious yeah because you went from jazz to like funk to like hip-hop mm -hmm. like it's crazy how like it just trans because like literally hip-hop is just rapping over like uh repetitions mm -hmm. of of like a piece of it mm -hmm. well i think rapping completely has roots in jazz and improv because like it's the same mm -hmm. it's just it's improv applying it to words, just words but it's the same element of of improvisation and like, yeah, like especially yeah. freestyle i mean freestyle yeah. is completely improvisation so it's like can you maybe sum up why you make art specifically um i guess so i will just say about my different art forms like yeah drumming is definitely like my main that was like the first instrument that i really like 
attached onto and definitely like that as a fundamental piece for drumming at least is like definitely carrying it was just sort of something that came about from my being raised in my family i think and like and now that i'm it's like literally 30 years apart like each generation of my grandfather and my dad to me being in like the new york music scene which is pretty cool like i feel like that feels like the most like deep root of why i play drums but then for me on a personal level growing up it was like one of the clearest ways for me to like connect with people and like make friends like i've always my closest friends have always been whatever band i'm in at mm. a given moment and like and um i met anya from in high school like the shoes like anya. in my first band wow. together so that was how that was she's literally my oldest friend and we met from playing music together i've always been drawn to just like more community just being able to bring something into those spaces and like give people a reason to gather and it just feels like this very primal like feeling like when you really get into it with drums especially yeah. now that i've been playing i started out with more jazz and then it all like comes together especially with my style right now like i feel like i i have so many different influences like that have guided my playing but the essence of it is like this physical feeling of release that i experience and it's just like it just feels right like i don't know how if i can intellectually know why i play drums so like still but it's just like it's one of the most clear ways that i can like find to connect with myself and like kind of my body and connect with like yeah. being alive like after a Fulano show or my other band Kemmering like I just feel like this like release like it's like and I hope that that I guess experience can get delivered to other people by me playing too and like yeah that. like it looks primal like whereas like everyone else is like is like kind of like you know kind of static mm -hmm. in, in a way like the drum is like the most motion full body full yeah, body, full body. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom 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 then they might throw the sticks up catch the sticks yeah. do a and it's the backbone. It allows everything else to exist in a way. Mm. Like, yeah, I think it's like this channeling of like just some earth force, like the essence of like yeah. the earth for me. And yeah. uh, one of my friends who's like a T Cloud, he's like a Mi'kmaq powwow drummer. He said that from their culture, like they see the drums as like, and he said that it's like, it's like the heartbeat of the earth. Like that's like what their purpose is as drummers is to like keep that like heartbeat going and I never, that changed the way I saw drums a lot of just like this like very this way to ground and even if you don't have like no matter what culture you are you, you don't have like something that makes a melody you can bang on something right you know you can bang on something bang on, bang like that's all you, you yeah. all you need is your body to, yeah. to make some drums Literally. you know and that's something in every culture now what time period mm -hmm. how advanced probably even like the neanderthals or oh, like yeah, Denisovans were absolutely yeah it's like a spiritual if it's like a spiritual instrument mm. yeah that's probably more animals don't do it something mm. about the consistency of percussion puts the human can put the human mind into like a yeah. hypnosis state right percussion singing i still have um one of your songs in my drawer that you wrote um oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's still there oh. it was awesome so um do you have any like you know things you're working on projects uh you're kind of manifesting i songwrite and also write from school i learned how to write like papers about different topics so i was i would get pretty experimental with them like just writing for me and writing my songs is a way of like noticing patterns in life and in the world and like i'm writing songs all the time like usually yep. i definitely have some new songs in the works it, it's slow because it's for me it's very like similar to the drumming it's like it's very intuitive so it's not it's like yeah like it just kind of comes up and then i try to like capture it capture it and like i guess be like a channel for it like and i think it's ways yeah it's like ways of of 
picking out like those kind of underpinnings of like the threads or patterns of life yeah. and yeah and i know exactly alive. what you mean it's like too prime you get out of the way right when yeah, you, yeah, yeah. When you take yourself out of the picture and then you just let but it's like life easy. speak to you like it's something that we is easy to lose in our culture oh, which is why yeah. which is why i've had to write my songs yeah. i think that my songs have been a way of understanding the complexity of life and not just they, they help me balance like just the inherent beauty of of life and the fact that we are alive with the really violent kind of fucked up chaotic parts of life that we're all also part of because we are on the earth and you know the earth is a crazy yeah. place yeah. we're all animals we're all surviving you know we're all um all that being said what what does recess kind of mean to you you know, like you're, you're, you're yeah. in your space here when did you first start coming um so. i first started why well, I, I would come by the mirror few times like I, I joined the cohort in january with with clay yep you know this is, this year has been pretty hard for me so it's like i feel like it's just kind of been like a source of community and kinship i feel like most of the people i mostly see y'all a community and also like an institution that kind of ha has your back and like is you know caring for towards you and like yeah. wants you to yeah. excel in the world a lot of people in this who would definitely help out um Who's somebody or people in recess you'd like to work with more and you know, on, on artist level? No, mm -hmm. even on personal level. A lot of people, like everyone's kind of bring has something different. Some special, like mm -hmm. definitely want to work with you more and like hopefully we get to do some musical collabs as we've been doing in the jam sessions and hoping to keep organizing with elsewhere and building underground spaces for artists and musicians and yeah. people to be in. I really, I would like to maybe learn a little bit of like Anna's style of drawing or just like, I really like their- Anna goes crazy. Right? Yeah, Anna's like, thinking. Yeah, is really, nice. really special. Definitely great. So uh, do you have any socials you want to shout out? I'm on Instagram. Sometimes I deactivate it, but it's yeah. like Mycelial Monsoor, which is M-Y-C-E-L-I-A-L-M-A-N-S-U-R. And that's, awesome. that's my main, yeah. I have a band camp, but I don't have anything posted on it really right now. But in the future, I'll post that on my Instagram. And also, uh, Fulano, do you have any other questions? Oh, yeah, Fulano, NYC, um, and Kemmering, my other band, K E M M E R I N G. Yeah. And I love certain interviews that make me uh, think about shit afterwards, mm -hmm. like especially jazz. Like now, like even on my way home, I'm probably going to be looking mm -hmm. up shit about jazz. Hopefully, we all can, um, you know, advance our art and give back soon. But yeah, that's a wrap. This is a great fucking interview.